I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Tilly Steele. And I'm Helen Monks. And this is Bitchin'. I'm dyslexic. Yeah, why do you read the Wikipedia page? <laughs> It's good to practice. <laughs> a podcast where every week we talk about a different person. So how old was he when he first popped on the scene? That's a great If question. you say he was my age, I'm going <laughs> to fucking die. And we veer wildly off track. Pop that Prosec. <laughs> Available on all your podcast apps. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> uh, Can you not say podcast. uh in the advert? <laughs> Available on all your podcast platforms. Just search Bitchin or Great Big Owl. We'll see you there. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Bliss it was in that dawn to be alive, but to be young and earning millions of pesetas conning people for the Chilean Mafia was very heaven. Or was it? In Volume 2 of The Ballad of Timeshare John, we learn just why so many of his colleagues are no longer with us, and things get darker than the bruises on the thighs of a call girl. Ooh, Crime Club is edgy. Jingle me off. Every woman, every man, join the caravan of crime. It's Crime Club, it's Crime Club, it's Crime Club. Everybody take a stand. Join the caravan of crime. It's Crime Club, it's Crime Club, it's Crime Club. To give you a bit of background, I left school at 15, uh, I'm from Barnsley, started working in sales immediately, worked for a, a company in Basingstoke, it was a really like high-end company, I, I lost my job because I wasn't good enough, and then I, I was sat in the Asda in Barnsley having a breakfast and I saw this advert for salespeople in Spain, I thought fuck it, I'll go and do it, and I called them up, told them, hey look I've had more experience than anybody you'll ever ever get I want to do it they were interested because I'd had actual real sales training um, and so they said fuck it go for it I borrowed money off my parents to go and uh, and buy the flights uh, went there and within two days I knew I loved it to be fair I went out there as a guy who'd actually had at that point six years of experience yeah five years experience in, in, in real selling I went out there and there were guys out there who were failed personal trainers, you know, guys who'd been caught selling fucking drugs and just fucked up. And then I turned up and it took me, uh, yeah, to be fair, it took me about a week and a half before I figured 
this is not right. Yeah. And the, the fact was I'd tried learning Spanish. I'd spent a week just reading Spanish. And then when I saw the, uh, I saw the contract. And you understood it? And I didn't understand it, but I knew the discrepancy. Right. And I'm like, that doesn't link up to this. This is not right how this works. And then I asked the question. I asked the guy who run the resort. In front of people, privately? Privately. Yeah. Maybe dead, not sure. <laughs> he was mint. He was like a real 80s sales guy. When I met him, uh, the first you time stank I of cash. Him, oh, mate, yeah. Cash and dracanoir. I mean, literally... Shirt and bum to here, slick back blonde hair. He was the coolest guy in the fucking world. And I, I spoke to him and I said, I know this is not right. And he went, Do you want to fucking leave? And I went, No. And he said, All right then. And, and at that point, I got kind of brought into that inner Where circle. Where was he from? Uh, Hampshire, I think. But he'd been in Spain for years. I right. mean, he'd lived in Spain. He'd been in Spain for a minimum, like, 10, 12 years. So, I mean, right. he knew the score. And he'd not always been a timeshare guy. He'd done other shit as well. I'm now tempted to move on to the fact that you said that the 42 people who worked on the sales team where you were, only six are still alive. Yeah. Are you happy to go into that now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's rock. Yeah. Why did so many people die? Um, a lot of them are chances. They turn up and they are damaged people. Very, very damaged people. Daz Noble. I mean, Daz Noble looked like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, and he was fucking hilarious. He was one of the greatest sales guys who didn't understand how good he was that I've ever met in my life. Um, a great story about Daz was he... Um, one of the pictures that you use in Timeshare is... Here's a photo annual of the places that you've stayed in. As, as a... Would he stay? I'm staying at the Benidorm Princess. OK, here's a photo. And he's got the photos out. And he's got the photos out. And he would sit there and he'd put his feet up on the table and he'd go... And he was cockney lad, like, f- funny as fuck. And he would say, you know, your fucking missus... Your fucking... Your, 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 your missus is laying there, have a men's fucking cam. And it, uh, on a sales floor... He would say, your missus is laying in some other man's cam. Oh, yeah, and, he, and he'd have his feet up. And he'd go, you some kind of fucking cunt, mate. And the guys would get angry, and he'd look at the girl, and he would do it, and he'd just look at it and go, do you think you deserve fucking better, love? And he'd pick on her, and he'd... <laughs> and he'd turn her, and he'd say, she'd say, well, why am I doing this? If we can afford this, why am I? Why am I laying there fucking... Look at this shit, I'm not going to lay another man's fucking cum. The fuck? Now... That is maverick. In front of a customer, that man was dynamite. I remember the last time I think I ever saw him, uh, and I, I know for a fact he's dead now, but the last time I ever saw him, we went for the bus on a Monday morning. We had a bus that picked us up, and he was at the bus stop wearing the same clothes he was wearing on Friday and literally laid on the floor with his face down. One of the guys kicked him and said, Daz, Daz, are you fucking going up? He woke up, completely fucked. And he, he didn't know where he was. And he's like, Daz, it's fucking Monday morning sunshine. Come on, we, we, what are you going to do? You're going to come to work? And he literally came round and he went, I'm not going to work. It would be fucking rude not to, son. <laughs> and that was it. And that's all he kept doing. And, and he was a lunatic, absolute lunatic. But he was a broken man. Mm. 
Another do, guy. Do you, know, do you know why he was broken? He got any background on that, or just no idea? I didn't know him well enough. To yeah, be fair, yeah. I just knew where a dodgy. Right, let's have a guy on. One of the other guys. Uh, I'm not going to use his real name. Uh, but is he still alive? No, he's dead. Commonwealth silver medalist in judo. No joke. One of the greatest guys. A guy who actually literally turned my life around. No joke. But he knew what he was. He fucked up. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know the full story. Yeah, I know he had a bunch of debt, like all of us did. When I left and went. to he, he'd already gone. He was involved in a car crash with some fucking random girl when he'd nicked a car, or not nicked a car, but he got a car and he crashed it and then they shipped him off the island to Malta because he was in a fucking bunch of trouble. And that's the last I knew it. I knew it was an extra in Gladiator at one point. Was he? Yeah, yeah, joking aside, because it was filmed in Malta. And then he went back to Scotland and he became a personal trainer, which is what he wanted to do. And then the next thing I knew, I, I, I got a message on Facebook from his brother that he'd uh, killed himself. And he killed himself, I think, because he, he'd been such a... The same as me, right? In, in the terms of he'd been successful and great and brilliant, and then he never lived up to that again. Mm. And, uh, and he topped himself. Yeah. I think there was some illness, some underlying illness behind that, but he topped himself. And, it were, it, and I think that's what's happened with a lot of them. Uh, one of the guys, um, I don't even know if he's still alive now, but he was a bank robber, and he he was dodgy as shit. I know that he got in trouble with a Algerian family. He was selling he was selling uh, heroin, and I know he got in trouble, and he either left Spain and went to Thailand, or he moved to Thailand because of him. But he's disappeared, and it's. There's a lot of dodgy shit. Yeah. Two things that I want to touch upon there. One of them being that, I guess, he's talking about all these broken people coming together and then suddenly making lots of money. Yeah. And, and, and suicide being a problem then. I'm thinking, is it potentially a case of people living without and then living with yeah. and realising that the two are both the same because they don't necessarily achieve your happiness? And then thinking, well, what is the point in this fucking life? And then, you know, sacking it off. But whilst, what, what, what struck me, what you just said then was... Um, you're all indebted to people. Yeah. So there's, there's a, was there a, there's a common theme amongst these people that were doing this job that you all owe people money? We all ran away. We all yeah. ran away from something. Uh, he ran away from, from, he owed people for coke. He ran away from disappointment. He ran away from the fact that he could never live up to what he thought he was going to be. Yeah. Stuart, um, one of the other guys, he, he topped himself. But he was on, he was on so much medication it was unbelievable. Yeah. But he believed that all of his failure in life was someone else's fault right but he'd run away from that and we'd all run away but we'd run away to something where we could be fucking rock stars right and I mean the, the fact that the timeshare business it makes you a rock star maybe let's move on to that what was your lifestyle now because you're earning shitloads of money you're in fucking Spain is it basically getting on it pack it women yeah I mean, I mean if we we split my timeshare career into two you split it into what we call online, which is scratch card people come up to the resort and meet someone like me, and then in-house, which is in-house is taking it further from that. That's the two, the yeah. two careers I had. When I was online, I mean, I was, I was great. I started in Gran Canaria, moved to mainland Spain. In mainland Spain, that's where I made the most money, because mainland Spain, it's all... It, I moved to mainland Spain in the winter, and you think to yourself, mainland Spain in the fucking winter? That must be bullshit, right? No, 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 no. Mainland Spain in the winter is brilliant for one thing, right? Old people. 
Old people who buy six weeks worth of holiday for 1,200 quid per year and they're going to Benny Dome. They go to Benny Dome with the mates, but they spend 1,200 quid a year. All of a sudden, what I'm offering them is six and a half grand for the rest of their lives to come to Benny Dome. I don't even have to fucking lie to them. Here's what I'm selling you. I'm selling you. In mainland Spain, we literally sold them a bullshit package. We sold them a two star package. We didn't even have to lie about it. And we sold it for six and a half grand, and that was it. I mean, the resorts that we sold never were in business for that long, so we fucked them. But the point is, the initial pitch was the same. Would you like to come to a five star resort like this one that we're in now and spend six and a half grand for the rest of your life? Yeah. How old are you? I'm 60. I'm this, 70. This is something yeah. I, did, I forgot to ask actually. So, what is the discrepancy between what you're selling them and what they're getting? If we look at Imperial Park in uh, Spain, what we sold them was a split-level, two-bedroom apartment that was beautiful. I mean, like, amazing beautiful. What they actually got in real life was a potential two-bedroom apartment if we decided to build something. Right, so you were selling things that weren't even fucking built yet. Nope. And in reality, <laughs> forgive me for giggling, uh, in reality, how often was the case they hadn't been built? Yeah, but 100%. Crawl, what would happen if you got a comedian in a room, you opened their Amazon account, and you look back at everything they've ever bought on that website? Well, this because I was consuming so much peanut butter, I decided to try and get a powdered version that wasn't as fattening. Uh, your handwriting can change your life. I regret this book. <laughs> I regret this book. Keep calm and love Dom Jolly novelty key ring yeah, and fridge that. magnets. Yeah, I love yes. that. I do have that on my fridge. Four pounds you spent on that. That's My Mate Bought a Toaster, available now from Great Big Al. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST.
I met this woman who was slightly older than me. Uh, her husband had died, and she was literally wanting to live a life, right? And all she wanted is she wanted to bang an attractive younger man like me, and she was more than happy in spending money to keep me... I mean, to be fair, looking back on it, I was groomed by her. Admittedly, I was 24, she was 67. She were fucking fit, minds. Oh, no, 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 she would, she would, de- she would, like... She so would when you say 67, we're not thinking classic Benidorm 67, whereby... Oh, no, you think, you're, you're, are... to- you're talking about, like, the best that money can buy, right? We're talking fake breasts, are we? Oh, God, you're magnificent. But all she would do... So is... that's a yes, then? Oh, yeah, she, oh, yeah, everything was fake. A, yeah. a 67-year-old breasts were up by her chin, were they? She got the tits of a much younger woman. But she basically, she, um... What she did is that she effectively... If we're looking at it in a nowadays terms, she effectively groomed me. Mm. But I, I, I'm not going to take the piss out. I'm not going to laugh. You were there to be groomed. Oh, God. She, no, what she did, she, she paid for me for, for clothes. I mean, I'm a, I'm a whore. I agree with that, right? I'm a very cheap whore. And what she did is she would, we would sleep together and I would, I would wake up and think, what am I fucking doing? Why am I sleeping with someone as old as my fucking grandma? And then she'd say, I've been to this place in town and I've seen this suit and you would look so good in it. Come and try it on. I ended up trying this suit on and she'd end up sucking my cock in a fucking changing room. Right, and I'd think to myself, I don't want to do this, but okay, I'll, okay, I'll just fine. That would be uh, a bit of oh, me. I'll say you honestly now, that yeah. I'd be all over that. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and to be fair, I'm making it sound like I put up a fight. God, no. I put up no fight whatsoever. And it goes back to the ego perspective in that here is a woman who lives on our resort and she's beautiful. Do I find someone who looks as old as my grandmother attractive? No, I don't, I don't. But the fact that there are a bunch of people on that resort who want to sleep with her and who are trying their damnedest to do it, and all of a sudden this little prick, this little 20-odd-year-old prick who's completely underestimated, I am up that every fucking night. That's an ego thing. I go to events and I get hit on by, by younger women in the 20s and I sort of think, what's the fucking point in this? You're not going to give me what I want. You're not going to give me the plastic bag sex. You're not giving me the fucking champagne bottle sex. I'm not interested in that. And that's fine. But she did. But when she's by the pool, is she going to be interested in me? Of course not. What she's going to be interested in is flirting with these guys, these other tourists, the rich guys who are like... Thomas Magnum looking assholes who are fucking stood around ha 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 yeah. and that's fine she's going to do that but that evening she's going to be sucking my dick that is evil and, uh, uh, if you need something else uh, because from one we we temporarily close so right. if you need something uh, we have 10 minutes to tell us that we're from, right. from 1 to 1.30 we are closed no problem mate it's okay fine yeah. thank you yeah
I suppose that because but it's an ego driven thing again yeah part of the problem was I used to go out and pull girls who were like tourist girls younger much younger and sleep with them and it got fucking boring to the point where they were just fucking dull she wasn't she could do things she knew things right and it, part of me were like I knew what she was doing. I knew she was buying things for me to keep me interested. I knew she was controlling me. I, kn- yeah. I knew that. But you didn't mind it? No. I didn't like the control, but I couldn't find better. Do you see what I mean? I couldn't I couldn't all of a sudden say to myself, fucking hell, I've met this 20-year-old who does exactly what she does, but better. No, there were no one who did what she did that were better, and, and she knew it. And it, it weren't the fact that she were like, she weren't a jealous woman. She weren't like, oh, whatever. She'd sit there waiting, knowing I'd come back. I'd think to myself, I'm not going to sleep with this old woman anymore. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And all of a sudden, she'd. I've seen them got new suits in at the store at the thing. Should come and see it, and I. I I'm not, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go along because I know that all she's going to do is sleep with me. And you'd look really good in this suit. Imagine if you were... And she'd say, can you imagine yourself walking around this resort in that suit? You would look perfect. And I'd go and I'd try the suit on and then... She, there'd, be two, there'd be two things. Either she'd, either she'd suck my cock or fuck me in the, in the changing room or she'd wait and then we'd go back and she'd just sort of say, Key cock out now. Key cock out while you've got the suit on. Fuck me while you've got the suit on. And it'd be like, I don't want to, but God, I need to. Yeah. And she would use everything against me. It was brilliant. She's probably dead now, actually, thinking about it. Let's call him Scally. Best, one of the best salespeople I've ever known. Hate him, but one of the best salespeople I've ever known. And he was, he was my boss. He was brilliant. Liverpoolian guy. Absolute genius. He plucked me out of obscurity to be an uh, in-house sales guy. In-house is brilliant. All you do is you live on the resort. People come up who've been fucked. And you deal with them. You know, you look at me now, I'm an old man. But at the time when I was working there, I was fit. I was blonde. I was like I was like everybody's grandkid, right? I would have this this pitch that I would give them this rage internally of how dare they I will fix this for you. And effectively all I was doing is keying them up to be screwed over. Again. Again. And uh, sorry, Scally. Yeah. Fucking you cunt. <laughs> If you hear this, I would kill you. No, anyway, don't you tell that, but I would kill him. We tried before. We tried and you didn't die, you fat cunt. Anyway, (laughs) the point. I'll go into that in a bit. But, but, (laughs) plucked me out to this job because he knew, he knew I looked like everybody's grandkid. And people used to come and they couldn't stay mad at me. And I'd fucking turn them around and then would close them. And a scouser, proper scouser, lad. Uh, but what he was brilliant at, what he was a genius at, is that if you brought in a white trash cunt couple, it'd be all, all right there, mate, Sarah. You brought in a posh couple, and he would literally be Prince Philip. I mean, whatever I brought to him, I didn't even have to tell him. I didn't even have to say, Pete, this couple I'm bringing is a bunch of cunts. Or this bit, uh, 
he knew it yeah. and he'd close them and he was he was brilliant and he'd make them all feel like he'd make them feel so safe and he was he was a genius but a psychopath an absolute psychopath the reason he ended up in timeshare is that he ran a Dixon's and what he used to do is he used to sign people up for credit accounts without them knowing and then get the stuff ordered and when it came to the, the store he'd just sell it in the pub and they found him out and he fucked off to Spain uh, and with a bit it, of wedge in his pocket or? oh god yeah a lot of money yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so he's already looking flash before he's got there when I moved to I nicked some of it I nicked your money you fat cunt <laughs> yeah. no I think he knows that but I did but I still nicked it you anchor um, yeah Night that Payne Stewart died to the golfer, yeah, <laughs> fucking nicked it from you, cunt. Uh, was that in cash? We'll get to that later, go. Ah, uh, nicked his credit card. Oh, right. His, um, his pin code was 190 the year I was born. And so I uh, I took his credit card, uh, had on his motorbike helmet, never rode a motorbike because you're a big fat cunt, but I, I, I had his motorbike helmet. Oh, so, right, so he's fat, right? And, yeah. he's, and, he's, and he's selling a pup to all these uh, couples that come through. Yeah, he was the closer. He, he was the guy who closed was, things. Was there, was there an element of his fatness coming to his advantage? Um, yeah, he, he seemed safe. He was a big lad. Fat I mean, people do, don't they? Yeah, he was 6'4", six, 6'5", six, big lad. Uh, and he seemed so... And I know this is going to sound so weird, but I think of back then, I still feel safe. Do you know what I mean? Uh, he, he he made everybody feel safe in his way. He was so cool. But that was his trick. And he was, it was he a was scumbag. So anyway, me and was the guy with the sales incentive. The sales incentive was if you sold a timeshare in a week, minimum one, it'd take you to the Bamboo Club in Altea. The Mabu Club in Altea is a brothel. Was a brothel. I'm not sure if it exists. He'd pay for everything. Whatever you wanted, he'd pay for it. Booze, girls, he'd pay for it. And it got to the point where you're going to laugh at this, and it's stupid, but there were a bunch of us who used to go, and it used to be insane. To the point where you got a bunch of competitive sales guys who all wanted people to love them in a brothel. Right? And we used to do this shit where we'd go into the brothel, we'd pay for us and we'd have a few beers. And, okay, choose whatever girl you want, lads. So you'd choose a girl, you'd go downstairs and you'd fuck her or she'd suck your cock or whatever. Then you'd come back up, a few more beers. And maybe you'd go down with another girl. But what you would do is, let's say one of the other sales guys, you, you didn't like him. What you'd do is you'd go down there and you'd pick the girl he was with and you'd say... Hey, Kev was one of the guys I didn't like. And I'd say, hey, Kev, I'm going to go and fuck your fucking missus right now. And you know it's not true. You know it's not right. But it's still annoying. would always have the same two girls. would have this tiny, tiny, tiny little Portuguese girl. When you say tiny, tiny, tiny... Like skinny, skinny as shit. I mean, he was a big fat cunt, right? Yeah. And she was skinny as fuck. And she looked young. Uh, I'd say she 17, 18, but she she looked young. She weren't... He's not a nonce, right? He just like the skinny yeah, yeah. And he'd always... End, he'd always go with her first. Always. And it would never be... He'd never go in in an ego manner. He'd wait till all of us had gone, and then he'd fuck her. 
Then later on at night, he'd go with this big, fat fucking Brazilian lad. Black lass. Massive, massive, massive lad. I'm really big, fat fucker. And he'd go with her. And she had these white cowboy boots on. And he'd fuck her. And I once said, what's the thing? Because I lived with him and his wife. And I'd say, what's, what's the thing? Mm. It never won't be anybody else, these two. Why two so starkly contrasting women? The skinny girl is what he wanted. The, the big black lass is because they couldn't see the bruises. And it paid more to fucking knock her out. Serious. So he'd fuck the small lass and he would beat her. And then he would, he, would, he would go in and fuck the fat lass and knock the shit out of her. But he fuck but, her or just beat her up? Oh, he'd fuck her and fucking beat her up. With his hands or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, he'd just knock her about. Yeah, he was a lunatic. That is psychopathic, isn't it? Well, that's what leads me into the next part of it, which is... Yes, it's another cliffhanger. You'll be learning more about John's boss in the series finale, where things take a murderous and seemingly turn. Did you know that tank tops can cure corona? Find out more at crimeclubpodcast.gmail.com. Jumpers and bags Buy a tank top Ooh, ooh, baby Fucking tank top Get it all now Get your tank top at www.podcastmerch.co.uk GreatBigOwl.com Hi, I'm Hannah Norris, and this is my husband, Carl Donnelly, and we have a new podcast for you. It's called the Keith Cheggers Podcast, and it's about pregnancy, because that is what's happening in our lives right now. And inside your belly. Yeah, so we are recording weekly episodes throughout the course of my pregnancy, talking to each other and interesting and funny guests that we have on about their experiences with pregnancy, so we can work out a bit more about what the hell is happening and what is coming up for us. So tune in, subscribe, and have a listen to the Keith Cheggers Podcast. Bye. Bye. Great big owl. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.